Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Luke 21, 15. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay nor resist. Praise the Lord. I'll be speaking to you about benefits of wisdom part one. What is the importance of wisdom? Is wisdom beneficial? Does it add value to life? Does it bring any gain to the way we live on earth and the different activities we perform in our quest to live a kingdom life and to fulfill our family dreams? What does it take from a human being especially a child of God, when he or she refuses to walk in wisdom. We have learned over the years that God wants us to walk in wisdom because Jesus is the wisdom and the power of God. And so Jesus is our pattern. And since he is the wisdom and the power of God, we are supposed to follow his pattern as our practice. And if we are to follow this pattern of wisdom, what will inure to our benefit for following this? The scripture we just read says God is talking and he's saying that you will have tribulations, you will have challenges. And you would agree with me that this world is full of challenges. So here he told them in the verse 14 that when you are before the trial, don't think about what you will say. Settle it therefore in your hearts, not to meditate before what ye shall answer. And the reason why your premeditations will not bring you any succor or solution is because the matter is beyond you. And because it's beyond you, you need something superior to you to be able to resolve the matter. And that's why he said in the verse 15 that since we are talking about resources beyond you, the Lord is saying that I will give you a mouth and wisdom. Praise the Lord. He said, I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay nor resist. It's powerful. So here we know that God promised to give us a mouth and a wisdom. That's why you will know the wisdom of someone based on what comes out of their mouth. The two cannot be separated. You can't say you are wise inside and what you are saying is foolish. It, the mouth is the channel that defines your internalized, idealized wisdom. So it's important that the two go together. So he said, I will give you a mouth and wisdom. Say God has given me wisdom. One more time. Say, the Lord has given me wisdom. 
and that simply means that it is not everything that comes into your mind that you say. You, you have to do an auditing and editing to find out which one is the wisdom God has given you to, to you know, to match the, the kind of mouth <laughs> that God has given you. So in this life, you can be operating with your own mouth and you can also decide to migrate to God's mouth. And the way you migrate to God's mouth is when you decide to assume God's wisdom. Because anytime you are not assuming God's wisdom, you are using your own mouth. This thing you are saying is from you. It's not from God. And it's not everything that spiritual people say that is from God. Sometimes it's from them. Praise the Lord. Because we are dual beings. Sometimes we are fully into our flesh. And some other times we are a combination of the two. And the spirit is over the flesh. If you are here, say, I'm here. You know, the Bible talks about the fact that sometimes your mouth operates through your fingers. You have not seen it in the Bible? Psalm 45, verse 1. So that somebody will not say that. The pastor said, my wisdom is in what I say. Sometimes what you say is what you have written. Let's, let's look at it. You are writing foolish things. That means you are saying it. <laughs> Psalm 45, 1. My heart is indicting a good matter. I speak of the things which I have made touching the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. <laughs> Your tongue is what? <laughs> so God sees that what your tongue wants to say, sometimes your hand writes. And sometimes what your hand writes, your, your tongue says it. So some people, they will not say it, all, but they will write it. It's, a, it's still a foolish mouth. May you not have a foolish mouth and a foolish finger. <laughs> it's a friendly match, you know. Wisdom is a friendly match. Why should wisdom be a friendly match? Because it's something that we should be operating with on a daily basis. Like every day of your life. So God says that this wisdom and mouth he's giving you is profitable. Why is it so? Look at the scripture. Luke 21, 15. It is so because he says that this wisdom that you have been given, all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay. That word gainsay means refute. They will not be able to refuse it. They will not be able to refute it. They will not be able to ignore it. It's, it's not something that your adversaries, you know, an adversary is an opponent. Somebody who may not even like you, or more so, someone. In fact, an opponent is someone, an adversary is someone who doesn't like your quest. Are you here? Sometimes not necessarily not liking your person, but they don't like your vision. They don't like your mission. They don't like your quest, like political opponent. They are adversaries. So they, they might be friends, but they don't like the vision of the other person. So there are people who may not like what you stand for. They like your person. But they may not like what you stand for. The vision, the direction of your life. They may not like it. They may not like the fact that you are bidding on the same contract with them. Hello? But they like you as a human being. But they don't like your purpose. So it says that for people who may not have a problem with your person, but have a problem with what you stand for. 
one of the things that they will not be able to refute is your wisdom. That's why a Christian can admire a Muslim. Because of the wisdom they are displaying. That's why a Christian can admire an unbeliever. Because of the wisdom they are displaying. Say, so go to the ant. The ant may be an unbeliever. It doesn't have a rule. But he said, go and learn from the ant. Are you here at all? There's a way someone displays wisdom that you cannot ignore it. You cannot refuse it. An unbeliever is managing relationships better than you. You can't. In the workplace, they will give her the best worker for the month. And they will be promoting that person from one level. You can't. You are, you are cloudy and they are shiny. Even as a relationship officer. When people are coming to you, it's like the rain is about to fall. You don't know how to manage people, client, and bring joy into the space. You are there like, I'm the boss. You are coming to me. And some unbeliever to whose quest is, look, I'm adding to this. You see that all clients want to go in a particular direction. They may not be speaking in tongues. You may hate the fact that they have become the center stage, but in your, in your heart of heart, eh, you wish you were like them. Their wisdom is too much. Uh, are you with me here? Yeah. Yeah. It's not everyone who should like you. Your wisdom must speak for you. And that means your wisdom makes you attractive. It's not everyone, <laughs> it's not everyone who will like you. Even in a, in a prospective relationship, people don't start off because they like one another. It's like, Yen tries let's try friendship and see. How that friendship normally, like if you're a properly thinking person, moves from friendship to marriage, it's because you came to appreciate their wisdom. That's if your brain is working well. Are you here with me? So, so you see that, like originally, you have a Cinderella picture of the person you want to marry. Nice guy, tall guy. Oh boy, see buddy. When he embraces me, Charlie, I feel the warmth of the embrace. But a vertically impaired man like myself, let me use myself. Charlie? Can come around. No nice six packs. Charlie. One pack. <laughs> and just come around and then you now see the way the mental is going. And you say, oh, you see that? You are now changing the thing from high tensile spark and some other element. And you know, your KPIs will change. Because of the wisdom being displayed. Are you here? That's when you are getting into the real level where it says that you are before trial. No joke. Marriage is on trial. Business is on trial. Destiny is on trial. At that level, you need wisdom that cannot be refuted. That cannot be gainsaid. Are you here? Come on now. Are you sure you are here? Yes now. Job married and realized later that he married a foolish woman. Because he didn't know until the lady started displaying her level of wisdom. He said, Kai, you are one of those. It means that there are a crop of women and men like that who are not wise. 
And it's when you relate with them that you will see they are the kind of wisdom they operate with. So if it's a great wisdom, it says that it cannot be gainsaid. Neither can it be resisted. I'm, I'm saying that stop pushing people to like you for who you are. Because people will not like you for people are transactional. And if your engagement with them is not adding value of wisdom to them, they won't like you. They won't like you. It's not like you smell, but it's like you are not an addition. <laughs> you understand? So you, you say that I don't like no 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 no. This life idea, whether you like it or not, people will be very personal with what happens in their space. And it should be that your wisdom is so beautiful that people want to come and listen to you. Or people want to have a connection with you. Praise the Lord. He says that it shall not be gainsaid, nor resisted. So you see that because of the level of wisdom you have, even the person who doesn't like your person is recommending you to be in a team because they want to win. Because they want to what? Win. I don't like him, but I need him on the team because they want to win. Some coaches don't like the behavior of some players. But to get the cup... You need them in the team. Are you here? In fact, some of the matches, when they see the ruggedness of the opponent, they bring some players who, they, who are not a permanent feature. Because they know that they, they can face buka, 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 buka. That, that's how life is. And you have to see wisdom as a team player. If you want the caps, you want the trophies, one of the players you must field is called wisdom. Cannot be resisted. We yet the obesity go. Cannot be resisted. So, wisdom makes you irresistible. We are talking about the benefit of wisdom. It's not your name. That's the issue. Your country is not the issue. Your economy is not the issue. Whether you are resistible or irresistible, it says you will not be refuted, you refuted and you will not be resisted. So, for you not to be refuted, ignored. For you not to be resisted, you need wisdom. You need what? That means that wisdom is profitable. Praise the Lord. Wisdom is profitable. So number one benefit, number one profit of the wisdom I want to share with you is that wisdom itself is profitable to your destiny. So number one benefit is that it makes your life profitable. Job 22 verse 2. Share something briefly. Job 22 verse 2. Can a man be of benefit to God? Can even a wise person benefit him? So you may not be beneficial to God or other people. But it says that when you are wise, it will profit your own life. Are you here? Come on, are you here? Can a person do anything to help God? Can even a wise person be helpful to him? So here it is clear that wisdom, first of all, will profit you than any other person. You may not even be profitable to God, profitable to your family. But your wisdom makes you the first candidate that benefits from it. Praise the Lord. Last week, I asked a brother... He was just, you know, having a lot of emotions and he was not functioning well. So I asked him, I said, if you, I send you out as a pastor, would you like a church member like yourself? He couldn't answer. Like if you were to pastor yourself, like a duplicate of yourself, you are the pastor and you are the member at the same time. 
Like your member is you. The way you are. The way you hide, you run. The way you, they tell you something, you put it here, blah, blah, blah. If you were to have a member exactly like, I don't want to pray that prayer here. Would you, would you like it? Hey. Like the way, as a husband, as you are, if you had a husband like you, oh Jesus, would you be happy? I think you should think about it. Wisdom, he said that you will be a prophet to your own self. Some people, if they were auctioning and they put them on the table, they would not buy themselves. Because you are not profitable to yourself. And your wisdom, first and foremost, makes you profitable to your that was the own. And some people were born abroad for many years now. You see that you don't like you now the way you have operated. And it's <laughs> wisdom eh, is the summation or the finality of your knowledge, your understanding in operation. That you can have an understanding like two plus two is four. That's an understanding. I know two plus two is four. Wisdom is in an exam, two plus two is there, and you write four. That knowing it, you have still not gotten to the key of wisdom. Writing it. And some people know 2 plus 2 is 4. They end up writing 3. So they have understanding that 2 plus 2 is 4. But they wrote 3. And that is not wisdom. That's why it's wrong. Because it is not everyone who has understanding who operates based on that understanding they have. And it's operating exactly based on the quality understanding you have. That is called what? Wisdom. Same with knowledge. So that job, uh, what translation is that? I'm beginning to love that one. Pa. Amplified. He's amplified it. Surely he that is wise is profitable to himself. I'm praying that from now, you will really be profitable to yourself. Amen. That amen should be fine. Pa, powerful. So wisdom makes your life profitable. You see that you are living life and you are very fruitful in living the life. Proverbs chapter 9, verse number 9. Proverbs 9, 9. We are exploring the very first benefit. That it makes life profitable. Give instruction to a wise man. And he will be yet wiser. He's scaling up. Teach a just man and he will increase in learning. Verse number 12. If thou be wise... Thou shalt be wise for thyself. But if thou scornest, thou alone shall bear it. <laughs> you, you see, you can't be foolish for me. You can be fooling yourself. You think you are fooling me, but you are fooling yourself. You will bear it. Are, are you seeing the preaching? This preaching, cry. you cry can preach it. Is it a difficult preaching? Not at all. In fact, if thou be wise, thou shalt be wise for thyself. I'm saying that the first beneficiary of your wisdom is you, yourself. It profits you. Say it's myself. So say wisdom is personal. Praise the Lord. You yourself, if you be wise, it's for thyself. But if thou scornest, thou alone shall bear it. Let's see it in uh, Amplify. If you, uh, Amplify said, 
in verse 9, he said, Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be yet wiser. Teach a righteous man, one upright and in right standing with God, and he will increase in learning. We'll come back here. Verse 12. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself. If you scorn, you alone will bear it and pay the penalty. I love it. I'm not saying it's there. There are penalties for foolishness. And I'm not the one to pay it. I say, it can happen for a season, but at a certain level, one couldn't hear. If you scorn, you alone will bet. You will pay the penalty. Say, Don't marry a wrong person. Say, I'll marry. You pay. <laughs> you will pay the penalty. When the things start knowing you, it's not pastor who will pay. You are the one who will pay. May you never pay any penalty in Jesus' name. Hey. You may come and complain that somebody, a preacher said that you tell you. You may complain to the pastor, but you will pay. I will encourage you, pray with you, but when you are going home, you, are not, you know you are going into the payment of the penalty. Look, it, 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 some things you can't run from. You will pay, it, pay the penalty. Let's look at it. Hi, if you are wise, you are wise for yourself. And if you scorn, you alone will bear it. And, oh boy. Please raise your hand. Say, Father, help me change the way I'm operating. I pray to operate in a, in a higher wisdom. That will make me overcome and avoid all penalties of life. Have you checked when you are watching a, a very cagey match and then all of a sudden by someone's recklessness there's a penalty. You now become very tense, anxious. You now begin to pray that somebody should make a mistake so that you'll be normal. You see, there's a way that you misbehave and life now puts you in a disadvantage and now it, the power, the control is no longer with you. Penalty means you have given the control to someone else to determine how your life should be. But it's always better when you have control over your issues. Now, now you have gone to get pregnant. You have taken the control of your own hands. And about some cranny. Hey, that's a life penalty. Charlie. And, 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 and you know, penalty, even when it's 90 minutes and there's penalty, it has to be kicked. It might be kicked and will blow the last whistle. So the people are causing penalty and every penalty is due to the recklessness of somebody. So wisdom helps us not to introduce these penalties into our lives because Sometimes when life is not going so well for you, you just have to, the first person you have to look to or assess is yourself. And the kind of wisdom you're operating with. See, if the wisdom is correct, the benefits will show. Bible says that wisdom is justified by her children, by her fruit. When you don't like the fruit you are bearing, you have to check your wisdom. And verse 9 says that if you instruct a wise man, that man will become wiser. The wise people have a way of scaling up. Wise and wiser, they are not the same level. 
That some people, they have the ability to increase in whatever they are doing. Say so it's increase in learning. So you instruct a wise person in business, he scales up from micro, maybe to some medium level, meso. Then, boom, macro level, high level. If you, if you advise or instruct a foolish person, they will either be in their fully or they will go down. So you can see profit to life. As we are talking about family life here, we should see the result in your home. Praise the Lord. As we are talking about um, righteousness, walking with God, we should see the result in your life. Every day. Every day. So, people have the ability to scale up. And when you have wisdom, it profits your life. May your life be profitable to you yourself in Jesus' name. Proverbs chapter 16 verse 20. He that handleth a matter wisely shall find good. And whoso trusted in the Lord, happy is he. So wisdom is what will make you handle a matter wisely. And you will find what? Good. So you see that your destiny will be working in goodness, in comfort. Why? Because your wisdom is making you to handle things well. You're handling your ministry well, your family well, your business well, your career well, handling your relationships well. The issue is that if goodness is absent from your life or in your life, you have to check how you handle things. Why is my finances like that? Why? Why? Why do I receive so much and it turns to nothing? It may not be demons. The demon may be the way you handle things. Ask somebody, how are you handling things? How are you handling things? That might be the real demon. He that handleth any matter that comes. There is a wise way of handling it and there is a foolish way of handling it. There is no middle point. It's either you are handling the matter well or you are not handling it well. And if you handle it well, the end product will be what? A good one. Praise the Lord. And as parents, we should begin to show the way. As siblings, we should begin to show the way. As leaders or leaders to be, we should begin to show the way. We should begin to show the way. How to handle things well. Or else... Goodness will be far from our space. You have good means that good resort and they love wise people. Good resort, not, they do not necessarily respect your faith. They respect your wisdom. Praise the Lord. Come on, in your workplace, your faith is not the first thing. How you operate is the first thing. And your faith might, might drive the way you operate. But we don't see your faith. What we see is your wisdom. Praise God. Come on now. Praise the Lord. Can you raise your hand? Say wisdom is producing good results for me. Shall we read it in Amplified? Uh, it's our friend today, right? He who deals wisely and heeds God's word and counsel shall find good. And whoever leans on 
trust in and is confident in the Lord, happy, blessed, and fortunate is that person. A real curse is when you lack wisdom. That curses produce bad results, isn't it? When you lack wisdom, you and the cursed person are on the same level. It's a real curse that you lack wisdom. Ecclesiastes 7:11. <laughs> The wise man is going to talk here. This is for the priest. <laughs> Wisdom is good with an inheritance. And by it there is profit to them that see the sun. By it there is profit to them that see the sun. Is it possible that all of us who are not in prison... And we are in one location. Some see the sun and some don't see the sun. When the sun appears, it appears on everyone. Two of us. So he's saying that we have equal opportunities, whether you are born again or not born again. Because when God is causing the sun to appear, he doesn't consider the righteous or the unrighteous. Are you here? Are we together? So the reason why we have equal opportunity 24 hours allotted to each individual and some others have an advantage is because the advantage gravitates towards the wisdom. <laughs> Look at it, that. And by it, and by it, there is profit to them that see the sun. You and I, we see the day. We see, and the day has been given to all of us Loaded, Bible says that he loaded our day with benefit. The reason why some people have a day full of benefit given to all of us and they still go empty handed is because what they are operating with is not wisdom. By it, oh, by it, that you have it and you are not using it, you won't, you won't have that advantage, you won't have that waste, um, resource of an advantage. But even the first part is even more dangerous because you see that every day is for God to make you become world class. The sun appears and the flowers are already bearing fruit. God has given you what it takes to be fruitful. Now he says that, and of course I believe that this is where a lot of African government are. Wisdom is good with an inheritance. Gold deposit, they are not good for foolish leaders. Oil is not good for unwise leaders. Good soil for cultivation of <laughs> many things that we import is not good for our kind of people. One day, I heard a South Korean ambassador to Ghana talking and he said, if the, the whole country of South Korea has the land, the, the fertile land we have, just in greater Accra, they will feed the whole world. They have not gone to Nkranza. The problem is that inheritance can be in the hand of people who are not wise. And we, we, have a, we are being fed by people we are supposed to be feeding. Because Wisdom, look, look at the scripture, is good 
with an inheritance. So when you put inheritance in the hand of an unwise person, there's destruction. And we have seen it for decades and maybe centuries. Where there is unwise leadership, inheritance becomes inconsequential. If you say you come from Africa, you are a pity to humanity. Because inheritance is not good in the hands of people who are not wise. And of course, the few countries in Africa that have wise leadership, it has shown. It has what? It has shown. Look, it's not the amount of hours you have or the amount of resources you have. What is important? Your real value is in your wisdom. Not in the deposit you have. We can boast. And everyone, you see, when we are doing political campaign, we campaign based on the resources we have on ground. But we refuse to know that foolishness blowing over deposit equals to hardship. And it's going to get worse. Because we are appreciating foolishness more than wisdom these days. Life is going to get some way. That's why for you, a child of God, you need to, we need to pray that God will keep us in the realm of wisdom. In the realm of what? You don't have anything. You are living a false life on social media. It's not wise. Who are you trying to impress? The wisdom will profit you first. What profit have you for trying to impress? You don't have any brand contract that is paying you for all the giddy, 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 giddy you are doing on the social media is not culminating in following. You are not selling any product. You are just there blowing data and uselessly yourself. Hey. If you give inheritance to two people, one will blow it and one will grow it. Ask somebody, are you a grower or you a blower? <laughs> what makes you a grower or a blower is not the color of your skin. Or your educational background. Sometimes it's just the kind of wisdom you're operating with. That's why some people don't appreciate. You see, a foolish person does not appreciate inheritance. But a wise person Wisdom is good with inheritance. See, if you see someone who is good with what was given to them, you didn't even work for it. It was given to you. That person is wise. That means that it's not all people who do well with what is given to them. They give you a position, you are messing up. They give you an opportunity, you are messing up. It's not wisdom. And I keep telling people like our singers that everything we are doing here, somebody knows how to do it better than us. So when you are given opportunity, this is not the time that you are being emotional about it as if blah, 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 and what? Sure. And no, 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 no,
Because in the real sense of this life, you are not likely to have great opportunities twice when there are a lot of people who are in the queue. Wouldn't to me, yeah, there are people who have been warming up since. Since. I mean, the professional soldiers of Saul, they were in battle with Goliath for 40 days. David had been warming up in the wilderness since. It just took him some few hours to bring the giant down. And the reward went to him. It doesn't matter how many you are. If you are not taking advantage, there is somebody who can do this thing. And God will bring that person out. I'm telling you, Elijah was misbehaving. God told him that there are 7,000 there who have not bowed. 7,000, there are at least 7,000 people who know how to do this thing better than you. I learned something in Nigeria. You know, Nigeria has population. So, they don't joke with opportunity because whatever, you know, there are multiples of people who can do it. So in Nigeria, in church, they say, when you have the stage, make sense. Make sense on time. Because as you are there, virtually, <laughs> in the spirit, people are pushing you off the stage to enter that stage. Oh, I'm joking there. They will haul you. If you have the stage, make it count. You have an opportunity to marry, make it count. Opportunity to preach, make it count. Opportunity to work, make it count. Not everybody who sat in a classroom with you got employment when you people finished. And still some are not employed. Not even self-employed. Make it count too. Because a time is coming where you will not be permitted to work again. And if you don't make your working time count, it will expose you. Make it count. Praise the Lord. It's just one, one benefit I've, I've taught you. Let's look at the key. I think the wisdom itself is a key. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Because we can go on and on. You should make it count. You can't come on whichever stage your boss asks you to make a presentation. You can't do it like mistakes. You have to give it your best shot. Your what? Even beyond yourself. You have opportunity to play in a band. David had one opportunity. They were looking for somebody to play to clear the demons of the king. And then they said that, oh, there's a guy here, his family, they don't have address, but we know he can play. And they brought David. No joke. He entered fasting. He, uh, I was watching America has got talent. One boy like that, he said he was born premature, so his face is some way and his speech, his vocal cords are troubled a little. He plays the saxophone. And they had been bullying him in school. Uh, and then he took to playing saxophone, learning saxophone. When he had the stage, after talking, 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 they say he should be. He said he needs water first. His hand was shaking. He, he settled himself when he started playing. Because it is either you grow it or you blow it. 
You, you may not have the stage again, but when you have it, make your impact count. They shouldn't forget you easily. Praise the Lord. Whoever recommended David to be in the palace to play had heard him play somewhere and refused to forget. He said that this guy is there. Now, the family doesn't have good address, but he can play. And when he came, surely, he played all the demons of the king away. He made it count. You have to make it count. Your age, the age you have, make it count. Make it. You can be celebrating the church birthday without thinking that you yourself, you are getting older. Make it Look at someone and say, make it count too. Where is the profit of your life? Every day when I wake up, I say, Kai, another day. The bones are getting older. I just try and see if my bone is still there. Or it's not about a time will come. I mean, the, the major thing we hear about him now will be his death. That's the next big news. So now that you have not gotten to the point where the next big news about you is your death, make it count. Make it what? Stop the play. Play is over. Tell somebody play over. It's over. Play is over. I think I've given keys even in the preaching. But one thing that will make your wisdom to come alive is instruction. It's what? Adherence to instruction. Proverbs chapter 8 verse 33. Adherence to instruction. Proverbs 8.33. Listen to my instruction and be wise. Don't ignore it. Don't ignore it. After here, don't ignore what you have heard. Counsel is key to your wisdom. Instruction, key to wisdom. Never do any major thing without counsel, instruction. Refine. Fine-tune your mind with instruction. Counsel. When God wants to increase your wisdom, he will give you instruction. When that instruction comes, don't ignore it. Don't squander it. Don't disregard it. Use it. I mean, don't catch what God is trying to instruct you specifically. And when you live here, nah, it's like you have forgotten about it. Or you water it down. And you go back to your old life. Go back to default settings. No. The instruction is supposed to give you an upgrade. It's supposed to what? Yes. Stop being your old self. Because wisdom will not operate in an old self. It's a new wine. That comes through instruction. It comes through what? I can preach this for the whole day. The whole day. You did it in a particular way and it didn't work. If you want it to work, instruction is key. Because some people have made it work. How it works, you know, it's a format. It's there. Is that not so? If you want it to work, you have to follow that format. If it's not working, you are using the wrong format. In mathematics, if you use the wrong equation, you will not arrive at the correct answer. 
And so, you need to use the right format. There is a way we, you can't marry well in a particular way. You can't do business and grow in a particular way. The way you like buying things. You don't even know the separation between your principal and profit. And you don't have any discipline in your heart to know that this is a season of plowback investment. I'm saying right now, as I'm talking right now, there are people whose wisdom is to see their money in their account. When treasury bill is around 25%, from 12% to, and they say, they are happy that I was cut my account. That's your level of wisdom. That's, that's it. And if you were to heed to instruction, eh, in just 90 days, you will have money that you didn't work for. And that may prolong your life. Because now you didn't have to sweat to get that money. You allowed wisdom to make money work for you to get money. He said, he increased it. The increase it when he hears it. And if you don't cultivate the principle of making your wisdom work for you, eh, you are going to use what is called brute force. And after a while, you realize that you are out of the game because a 50-year-old person's energy is not the same as a 20-year-old person's energy. And you realize that when I was open one or two hours, I say, you won't be able to do. <laughs> and sir, and if you will, when you finish, the money they will give you, you go and buy medicine. Changing levels means you need to change levels with your wisdom. Heed to instruction. God's first line of action is instruction. When he fails, affliction. God always wants instruction to teach you the way to go. It is when instruction fails that affliction comes to teach you. May you never get to that secondary year of affliction teaching you. Shout a better amen. amen. Please, let's be on our feet. Kindness. You have been listening to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 244 177 831 or 0204-916-168. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.